for the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm Kate Scott. This is the update on today's show. Jalen Green is the number one basketball prospect in the 2020 class. California high schooler Jalen Green is going to the G League. Well, kind of. He will be the first participant in the G League's NBA professional pathway program. Elite high school players like Green will get, wait for it guys, $500,000. $500,000 and then provide one year of development without playing full time in the G League. With help from senior NBA writer for ESPN's The Undefeated, Oakland's own Mark Spears, we discuss the decision that might just change the game. It's Monday, April 27th. Mark Spears, it has been too long. It is so good to catch up with you. First of all, got to know, how are you? How's your family? I know you have some folks down in New Orleans. Yeah, you know, keeping a low profile here. Going on a lengthy walk every day, and I, I, I don't want to even tell people where I go because then I'm going to blow up my spot. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'll be keeping my spot quiet. <laughs> Most of my family members live in New Orleans, so that's been, you know, really, really scary, to say the least. And everybody's okay now, I'll just say that. But, I mean, this whole thing has been a nightmare, and, you know, my condolences and prayers to everybody going through it. And I kind of feel like at this point, everybody's connected to at least one person, you know, that's either passed or is going through it right now. And this is one of the scariest times, definitely the scariest time in my life as there's been. I miss going to the game. I can't wait to go to the next game. And the funny thing I'll say, Kate, is I never took going to games for granted. Never. I appreciated every game I went to. I think especially because I played college basketball, but I wasn't no college basketball star. I dreamed about being in the NBA, but obviously wasn't good enough to go there. So this was being a sports writer was my way to get to the NBA. And this is my 21st season. And and I've seen probably more games than most NBA players who've ever played. I never forgot about that. I never took it for granted. And I was even trying to rush to that game that I canceled in Sacramento because I just felt in my gut that this is going to be the last game for a long time. And, mm. and I just wanted people to see it. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a nightmare, but hopefully uh, we're getting towards the end of it. Yeah, that's what we're all hoping. And we will keep your, your loved ones in our thoughts here at the update. Let's talk some basketball because... Two weeks ago, last week, I've lost all track of time at this point, Mark. But recently, the top prospect in the high school class of 2020, Jalen Green, out of prolific prep up in Napa, decided to forego a potential one-and-done year at a Memphis or an Oregon. A lot of the top NCAA programs were after him. He opted instead to go to the G League, even though he was telling folks for a long while, Mark, that he was only considering college. So let's start there. What changed? See, you should have read my story a month ago. <laughs> which I know you did in your studies, but I did, you know, a I month did. ago I actually talked to him and more of the conversation was about because of COVID losing an opportunity to play in the McDonald's game, the Jordan game, the Hoop Summit, no prom, not being able to play for a national championship with Napa Prolific Prep. And so if you go look at this interview, like tucked in it is a question, okay, how does this affect your decision? And would you consider not like doing something alternative? He answered that question. And 
I think kind of there, like 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 they say they don't rule, they're not ruling it out. But you're like, he ain't gonna do that. <laughs> he ain't gonna do that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Everybody like, and the G League was close last year. Like Lamelo Ball and R.J. Hampton seriously considered it. What I was to like get educated on later that I didn't know now was I didn't know that they could up the money. I thought that the hundred twenty five thousand dollars was standard. And I actually thought $125,000 was a good deal. But obviously, as we see now, the G League had an opportunity to move it up. And it's just interesting that, you know, Jalen, I think he's the right Jackie Robinson for it, so to speak. Very bright kid. I think he's going to be a superstar. I saw him play a few times. I've dealt with him personally. And I actually talked to the Oakland Soldiers about social media last year and used Jalen as an example and went through all his social media and told him, oh, this isn't, you, know, you might want to take this down because of the music <laughs> that's being played and what they're saying in the music. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's interesting, like a lot of these high school kids, they're not educated on that. Like, you know, how the public reads everything that you do, you know, and coaches and your fans, like, what you put on Instagram is basically you. So he really looked at it and he called his dad afterwards and took a lot of what I said to heart. And days later, a lot of what he had was off. For him, it's important for him to live the right way and portray himself the right way. And when I actually interviewed him a couple months later, he's like, man, yeah, man, that night after I talked to you last summer, I called my dad and changed my social media up and the majority of stuff is gone. <laughs> now I was like, whoa, this kid is different. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. How many kids would have that? They would have been like, oh, he's the grumpy old uncle. You know, <laughs> what like, does he know about social media? Yeah. He did it. He changed it himself. A lot of people don't realize that Prolific Prep and Napa have a good program in which they go to Napa Christian. So they get a good education. Like he was going to go to their prom. He was going to graduate from the school, which he is going to graduate from the school. So prolific is just the basketball part, but he's got it all. I think he's going to be a superstar, and they're smart enough to realize that they can get a hundred twenty-five thousand dollars scholarship out of this to use later. They can get a half a million from the G League. He could get a shoe deal. So you know, God forbid anything bad happen to him. The money that the NCA should allow him to get, based on who he is, mm-hmm. he's going to get during this one year while getting NBA training. Okay, so let's talk about that. Perfect segue, Mark, because you mentioned already LaMelo, R.J. Hampton, a couple of guys who were some of the top prospects in the upcoming NBA draft. They thought about the G League last year, then they decided to both go to Australia. Jalen Green is going to the G League. I'm sure a couple of other high school stars are going to follow him there. So that's a lot of top flight talent opting not to play college basketball. What does this mean for NCAA who? It hurts the Dukes and the Kentuckys. And the Kansases, like, I wish I was a fly on the wall when that happened. Because those were most of the one and done go. You know, maybe a trickle might fly here or there, like, you know, seeing Trey Young at Oklahoma, you know, something like that. That You know, there, there, there are a few that, like that. But if I know my kid's going to be a lottery pick and somebody's offering me a half a million dollars and a college scholarship, but take the money, fool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the thing is, they're getting out for education, too. When they want to, you do it. 
to answer your question, like how does it affect college basketball? There's only a select few. So it might change the way that Kentucky has to recruit now. Like if the NCAA doesn't change and allow them to do some things and they start losing the top of the top, then they, they're going to have to recruit differently. So basically the G League is saying we are interested in the lottery pick players, which in essence means McDonald's All-American, you know, Jordan All-American, you know, hoop summit guy. But don't misinterpret it for thinking that every kid gets this opportunity. Kenyon Martin's son, who played for Sierra Canyon, the super high school where LeBron's son plays now in L.A., he wanted to do this last year, but he wasn't top 20 kid. He was like just outside of 200, which Kenyon still growls about. (laughs) (laughs) He got an unfair ranking. But Uh that being said, the, um, the G League declined him. They're only going to like give that kind of money to kids that they see as top 10 prospects. So it takes a swipe at the elite. Like, think about it. Like, if, if this was taking place three years ago, I mean, what if Duke didn't have, like, if Zion and Cam Reddish and R.J. Barrett would have did this instead? How would have Duke been, like, three years ago, right? Or Kentucky, when they, they had their long list of guys that they get. You know what I mean? Like, they both had Boogie Cousins and John Wall and, you know, on the same team. So that's another great transition, Mark, because it feels like the rebrand of the then D-League to now G-League has happened so quickly. And it just seems like another great example of the foresight of Adam Silver and this league. So how did the rebrand happen so quickly? Let's see what happens, too, because we don't know what it looks like. I mean, I'm sure they're a little surprised that these people are saying yes. So now all of a sudden they got to put this program together, right? Can they get some criticism if a kid does it and then, you know, doesn't get picked in the top 20? I think what saves them from that kind of criticism is that they get offered a college scholarship. So that's another thing that I think is interesting is you're basically offering me $125,000 for school. Kentucky ain't offering them that. You're one and done. You're done. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't get more education. You're done. They don't promise that. Like, how can you say no? Like, why would you say no? Even like this kid that's going to Stanford, if he's great, like, what are you going to be, one and done at Stanford, two and done at Stanford? When he decides to go back, Stanford ain't giving him that money to come back. He's going to have to pay himself. So now you're going to give me $125,000 to go to school when I want to go to school? What does this mean for the NBA's draft age limit, Mark? Are we going to see that change soon? You know what? That's a great, great question. So one of the things that I'm curious about is now that the NBA is doing this, should they change the date? They're having success with this. And I've been kicking myself for not asking Adam Silver that um, when we were on a conference call with him. And I, I was more concerned about basketball, when there's going to be a game or if there's going to be a game. And afterwards, I'm like, man. It's okay. I'll be there for the next yeah, call. You, you, you've been there, you know. <laughs> Like, somebody should have asked him, if this thing takes off, would they think about not moving the age limit down? Because it's supposed to be moved down in 2022. But if you've got this program where you could groom the next generation of stars for a year in a way that, you know, where you, it's not going to be as stressful and it's under the NBA's pace and you could teach them to be better pros, and why should they move the number down? 
So that's something that will be really, really interesting to see, especially if this is uh, if successful as, you know, I expect it to be. Okay, so let's end with that because you told me you love Jalen Green's game. We know he's skilled, but how's he going to match up in the G League against guys who are bigger, stronger, older players? I think he'll do just fine. And I say that because if you go look at Hampton and Ball, they succeeded in Australia. These are different kids. You know, these are the best of the best. Like when I watched Jalen Green play, the reason why he went to a prep school was so he could play against elite older guys. He was already playing against older guys, not 25, 26, but 19, 20 year olds. And he looked bored. <laughs> he, he looked bored. You know, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. too easy for him. Now, this other kid they got from Michigan, I don't know how good he is. And, you know, there's some others considering that there's a guy named Kai Soto from the Philippines. It ain't for everybody. You know what I mean? I don't know that everybody's going to adjust. Jalen's special. He's different. I think he could play in the NBA next season. I'm not saying he will walk in and be a star, but I think he's talented enough to be in the NBA next season. And them dudes, it ain't like at the guard. If he was a big, maybe it'd be tougher. But at the guard position with no hand checking, <laughs> he'd be fine. He wouldn't beat anybody up anymore. <laughs> That's true. This ain't our generation that we grew up in where, okay, Jordan, you want to come to the basket? Which is going to be great in the last dance of the upcoming series. That pissing time is coming. And all these young players are going to be like, Jesus. <laughs> so I think for people like me and you, like we're, when we think about the strength part, and all these kids are in better shape and stronger than our generation was at their age, I think but they're not as rough and tumble as we were. Like my cousin told me the other day, he reminded me of when I played at Foothill College and we played together in Los Altos and he got injured. Some guy like did some cheap foul and ended up spraining his ankle. And he told me that the next time the dude came down, I laid him out. <laughs> I don't even think I got a technical. <laughs> you were just standing up for him. You, you know, shouldn't get a technical. Like, he just getting them back for what happened. Like, yep. uh, you know what I mean? I exactly. I think they physically adjust because these kids are like just, in, they seem to be in better shape and stronger. They actually probably play less basketball and, and are in the weight room and conditioning more than, than we were. Well, I don't know when it's going to happen, but whenever it does, Mark, can't wait to see Jalen Green go at it. But until then, we will continue to follow you. All the great stories you're putting out right now at The Undefeated. Yeah. Hopefully I'll see you sooner rather than later. Yeah. Great catching up. Stay healthy. Appreciate you coming on, Mark. All right. My pleasure. To read Mark's articles on the former Fresno star, you know, I had to get in at least one shout-out for the hometown, right? Just click the link in the description notes of today's podcast. Coming up later this week here on The Update... We're looking back at the 2020 NFL Draft. Friday, David Lombardi returns to break down all things red and gold. And on our next show, Raiders writer Vic Tafer stops by to dissect all of the silver and blacks wheelings and dealings and what they mean for year one in Vegas. Don't forget, you can now listen to us through any of your Google devices. Just tell your assistant, play the update with Kate Scott Podcast. 
And if you aren't a subscriber yet to the written arm of The Athletic, really encourage you all to check it out. It's where David Vick, all of our guys and gals are doing their thing, and we're currently offering a free 90-day trial subscription. So in case you're bad at math like me, that's three months free, free reading for three months before you got to buy anything. And uh, I've been a subscriber since well before I started working here because I can tell you it is hands down the best sports journalism around. So if you've been thinking about it, wanting to try it out, now's the time. All you have to do is visit theathletic.com slash the update that's the athletic.com slash the update sign up and you get 90 days of reading for free enjoying the incredible sports journalism we've got to offer as always if you're enjoying the podcast we'd love for you to rate review subscribe all those things do help keep us going here at the athletic podcast network for all of us here at the update thanks to mark spears for stopping by he is the best isn't he thanks to all of you for listening i'm kate scott have a safe and healthy few days everybody we'll be talking some raider football with vic tafer on wednesday